allow anybody to make you feel that you are nobody. Always feel that you count. Always feel that you have worth. And always feel that your life has ultimate Hey y'all, it's your girl Kristen Joy and we are back for another episode of Party of One. So thanks so much for tuning in. How have you guys been? Are you drinking your water? Are you going to the gym? Are you eating right? Are you on your budget? Like, how have y'all been? Your girl has, I have been eating right. I am going to start being a little bit more stricter because I want a certain body for my vacation so that has started this week so I will be doing that which is just basically what I did in the very beginning which is cutting out carbs no sweets no pop things like that drinking a lot more water going to the gym every day so just things of that nature are going to shift a little bit more and just become a little bit more stricter As far as drinking water, I have done better than last week, but I'm not at my gallon yet, so we need to do that. Slow and steady wins the race, so I'm trying, I'm trying. As far as my budget, we are on budget, so it's going good. Everything's looking up for your girl, so definitely keep DMing me. You guys' updates, some are super funny, so keep DMing me your updates and keep living life, you know? So let's go ahead and get into what's on the menu. So what's on the menu is a segment in our podcast where we will just discuss the topic for this week's episode. So this week's topic is move it or lose it. And it came up because last week we talked about not settling. And so now we're talking about moving. The biggest thing with movement is that you have to move. A lot of times we get stuck in our situation, like overthinking the situation or counting ourselves out or just waiting for the quote unquote right time. But one thing I've learned about movement is that you have to move. And if you don't move, you're never going to learn from the situation because you're stuck in the same situation. So you just learn that situation. You're not learning what it looks like to take three steps forward and get not two steps back and how you will recover. It absolutely is just walking by faith and not by sight and really just putting yourself out there, seeing what it is that you can do. But moving is important because if you don't move, you are a 100% guaranteed to fail. So at least try, at least do something, figure out where you want to start and just start moving. Start doing something every day. Start small. If you don't feel like you're ready to jump off the diving board, then start small. Just get into the pool and take one step at a time. So you start with small things that you want to accomplish for the week. And you'll just keep doing that and building up. And then eventually your small steps will take you to that diving board. And you will be able to dive into the full adventure because you've already been there and you've already been acclimated to the steps that you've been taking so each step it's not going to feel like a giant leap when you actually start because you've been moving over time so 
really just get out there, put yourself out there, move it or lose it, because it's no point of having a vision, having a dream, having a goal and never doing anything with it because of yourself. Essentially, you are being your worst enemy by just allowing yourself to be stagnant and not to move. So I just encourage all of you to figure out what it is that you want to do that one thing that you're thinking of right now and just figure out how you're going to start doing it. Start somewhere. No step is too small. So now let's go ahead and get into Table Talk. Table Talk is a segment in our podcast where we will have a family discussion. We have family members that submit conversations from all over and I will bring them to the table to discuss. I will be the only one at the table today. So if you have anything you would like to add, definitely feel free to DM me and we will have a conversation. Table Talk is a segment in our podcast where we would just have a family discussion. We have family members that submit conversations from all over to me, and I will bring them to the table to discuss. So thank you so much for your transparency, your vulnerability, and just getting out there and being hungry for that answer. I truly appreciate it. So let's go ahead and get right into it. Conversation number one says, I have been hurt many times by people closest to me in my past. This makes it very difficult for me to grow closer to people. What would your advice be on making friends and creating an inner circle? I would say that first, I'm sorry, I've definitely been there before. And when you give like your heart to people, you don't expect for it to be given back to you broken. So that's definitely something that we'll have to go through in life. There's always going to be something that is going to hurt us and that's going to cause us pain, but ultimately it's how we recover. So I've definitely been there and I would say the most important part of it is forgiving the people who hurt you because the forgiveness is not for those people. It's truly for yourself. So you forgiving them will give you the space to fully love again and fully find those people who God has placed on this earth to be your inner circle. I would definitely say forgive the people who have hurt you. And then in that time of forgiving those people, really figure out who you are as a person, things that you like, things you don't like, things that make you tick, things that don't. I can definitely say for myself, just going through different friendships and things of that nature, you learn a lot about yourself and you learn types of friendships that you do like or that you do feel that you need in your life and then friendships that are draining and are a lot that mm -mm, you can't, that aren't for you. It's not that they can't be your friends, but your inner circle, they can't be in. So just figuring out what it is that you need in your life and the things that annoy you so that you can avoid those types of friendships. But ultimately, the advice that I have on making friends is figuring out yourself, figuring out the things that you like, you don't like, that you need, you don't need. And then also just being open, being vulnerable to have those friends because the only way that you're going to create friends and especially an inner circle is through being vulnerable, through being transparent and ultimately just being authentically you so that you can create those authentic relationships and not have to go back and 
once you guys are closer, start revealing who you truly are. Just start off with that. And then whoever is there will be there. They could take it or leave it. And whoever's not supposed to be there will remove themselves. So I hope that that helps. I hope that that answers your question. I definitely believe that you will be able to find those friends and figure out who your circle is and it will help you to grow and to flourish. Conversation number two says, is cursing using profanity really that bad or is it a personal preference? So for Kristen, I don't like profanity at all because I think that it's unnecessary. (laughs) I think it is really that bad because if you have to censor yourself like around people, then it's because internally you know that it's something that's not right. So like a lot of times you don't hear, I mean, some people do, but most times you don't hear like people cursing around kids or cursing around the elderly or just people that they respect or they don't want to quote unquote taint. So if you're not cursing and using profanity around babies and elderly people or people that you respect, then yes, it's that bad. Because if it wasn't, then you would be doing in those situations. But ultimately, I feel that it is personal preference as far as if you're going to make that change. And if you're going to stop cussing and using profanity, like it's ultimately a choice to yourself. For me, when, because I used to be out there cussing like a sailor. And when I decided to make the shift, it was an internal thing. I didn't like the way that it made me look like I didn't think that it was ladylike at all. And I also just felt as though it was unnecessary for me just to be out here cussing and not articulating myself essentially. So for me, that was my shift. So whatever your personal convictions are like then use those at the end of the day like the bible does say blessings and cursings can't come from the same mouth so be very cautious like we've been talking about you know switching your self-talk and switching the way you think about yourself and things of that nature but the words that come out of your mouth are very important and if you are wanting to bring blessings to your life and over your situations you can't also be cursing life and those situations at the same time so I hope that that makes sense ultimately like every decision in life is going to be a personal preference and you just have to figure out what will make you a better person now let's get into sweet treats Sweet Treat is a segment in our podcast where we will just discuss one small treat that I have gotten from God that I wanted to bring back to you guys. So today's sweet treat is the enemy only has the amount of power you give him. To me, that just is really self-explanatory. So many times we are like, oh, that's the devil or that's karma. Like, this is why it didn't work out or this is why it won't work. And then we allow fear to set in as to reasons why we can't do whatever we're setting out to do. But ultimately, if you really think about it, the yes, the enemy does absolutely exist, but he, He can only do what we allow him to do and what we give him access to. It's just like human enemies. 
Yes, they know things about you. And yes, sometimes they can be closer than you would like them to be. But at the end of the day, they can only do as much damage as you allow them to do because you're still in control of your situation and you're still in control of how you react and how you overcome whatever obstacle is thrown your way. So just making sure that Everything you're allowing access into your life is good and it won't ultimately be giving the enemy power or access to things he doesn't have a right to. Today's question that I'm going to leave you with is how much power or access have you given the enemy in your life? That is all for today's episode. I am so grateful for everyone tuning in and just the support that I have been getting. Thank you so much. If you are not subscribed to this podcast, thank you for listening to the episode and I know you like it. So just go ahead and hit that button and subscribe so you can get all the latest notifications. And if you do not follow me on social media, follow me at I am Kristen Joy underscore. And don't forget, be bold, be exclusive, and be enough. Well, if I listen to you and everything you put in my ear, I'll be living like what shut up, could I'll be paralyzed by fear. Huh? Ain't that the truth? If I quit, the only way I lose, I got two choices when I do this. Make moves or make excuses. Huh? If you know who I'm talking about, then you got me. My biggest enemy is me, and even I can't stop it.